The following program is rated TV MALV. It contains strong language, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Flies. Welcome to the Barfly Tailgate Show. You already know it's done by Barflies for Barflies and all the other Bears fans out there. As you can see, it's just myself and Tooch for now. KB is on his way. Jordan is on vacation. And uh, C-Dub is feeling a little under the weather. So uh, he's got the weekend off as well. But uh, we'll get this party started and try and get this information out. All the Fast and Furious Bears information that's coming out. Um, and, uh, I'll just start out with saying what's going on Tooch? How you doing? Well, I feel a lot better. I had, you know, I, I hate, I hate cold and flu season. You know, I, I always seem to get something like, like I missed, uh, bear their souls. Just had the stomach flu, man. A whole, all of us did. The girls were barfing, you know, my wife and I were both sick. You know, you know how, uh, like you, it, you, uh, you want to like vomit cause you'll feel so much better, but it's like, I, I don't, you know, I can't make myself do it and stuff like that. It's a horrible, but once you, <laughs> once you get it all up, I, I am not this time. Usually I just like force myself and then you're like, ah, oh, then you could sleep, you know? Yeah. I was like, but I feel better today. Still, you know, a little, little iffy, but I think I'll be able to uh, get some drinks down tonight for New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Uh, I'll bring in my man KB sitting backstage now. Good morning. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? What's going on? I'm, I might turn the light on, man. I ain't realize it's that dark. Get that <laughs> ring light, <laughs> man. Hold on, brother. Let me let me let me fix this with the lighting, man. And yeah, I, I, I drink that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. That's uh, I had we had a little get together at, at a friend's house last night, and uh, I am uh, whew. I'm drinking water today. I'll just tell you all that much. <laughs> but hopefully I'll be good to go by tonight. Um, we haven't really solidified our plans completely. Uh, I got right. several friends trying to go out. Um, one of my friends, it's his birthday. So uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, that's why I got the wife for. She, <laughs> she delegates, <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm 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 ready for a new year, uh, and I was ready for some new uh, some new Bears coaching and stuff like that. But I guess we'll hop right in. That seems to be the biggest the biggest amount of information. I think Adam Schefter put it out, if I'm not mistaken, 
Um, Eberflus is going to be back by all accounts. Um, I I hate it. Uh, everyone knows my thoughts on Eberflus and and the NFL as a whole um, because the best teams usually have an offensive mind and we do not and we feel like this is this is the way as the Mandalorian would say. Yeah. Um, I I just I don't I don't get it too. Uh, what What do you feel about this? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I, ha- I, I, I you and I talked offline uh, about I have a theory of what will happen in the offseason that I'll share. Uh, but I think uh, you can't deny the Bears are sitting at six wins, which is, you know, definitely a sign of improvement. You can't deny that the team has gotten better. A lot of that has to do with Montez Sweat. When we signed him, the defense got a whole lot better uh, when he came in. You know, the run defense, because – because solidifying the run, run defense was terrible. That's worse than the NFL. Yes, sir. You know, Andrew Billings coming over, now Montez Sweat. You can't run on the Bears like you could before. Uh, and then, of course, the secondaries played better. I think we still need we still need a, a game game breaker at free safety. Uh, I, 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 I love the past Eddie Jackson. You know, I love mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson of the past. Yeah. You know, but uh, I would love to see someone new. Now, the draft class for safeties is not a particularly strong one. Uh, this season, there are some out there, though, I think that the Bears could do well with. But uh, if I were to share what I think they're going to do, uh, I do have my notes. I'm trying to like get my notes. to It won't airdrop to the freaking laptop for whatever reason. <laughs> but Ryan Poles is a guy who he values picks and uh, sometimes more than players. And he loves picks. He loves to trade back. Um, there's two quarterbacks at the top of this draft. One quarterback, uh, people uh, Bears, you know, a lot of Bears, they love Caleb Williams. I'm telling you, man, his backup came in and threw six touchdowns. Uh-huh. You know, that doesn't help Caleb Williams. You know, a Lincoln Riley's system, Lincoln Riley's system is uh, a system that produces big numbers for quarterbacks. There's no, there's no denying. I mean, look at the people who are in uh, the air raid offense, uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Lincoln Riley, the guys who pioneered this offense at places like Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Um, the, those inflate the numbers of the quarterback. Now, Caleb Williams is talented, you know, but I don't think he's as good a leader as Justin Fields. So yeah. I, I don't think uh, Caleb Williams is on Ryan Pohl's map. So, and especially after this last, uh, the last game where his backup through throws six touchdowns, you know? Yeah. Now, Drake May, he isn't a sure thing either. He's got the size that Poles likes. But mm-hmm. the locker room loves Justin Fields. And if you think uh, Ryan Poles doesn't know this, you're, you're fooling yourself. I mean, he, you know, they're in the locker room. Ryan Poles walks through the locker room. He talks with his coach. The players love Eberflus. Uh, I'm not a fan of Eberflus. I think he can cost you a game or two, and that's not good. You know, he, he, he tends to gamble when you don't need to gamble. He put points up on the board, and he doesn't do it. Uh, I, I'm almost positive Ryan Poles will trade out of that spot, pick up draft picks. Uh, you know what? He doesn't need to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I love, and you and I, Aaron, we agree that Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably the closest thing to a sure thing in this draft. But, man, the more I watch Keon Coleman, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy. He's got the speed. He's got the size. He's got moves. He's got the yak ability. He, he makes one-handed ca- catches look easy. And he must have like gigantic hands. <laughs> I don't know what his hand measurement is, but I like Keon. Can you get Keon Coleman late in the late in the first round? So uh, he's got that. You know, people seem to love Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors probably the best route runner, the wide receiver in this draft. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. 
but Poles could also grab a quarterback uh, later in the draft, a guy like Jalen Daniels from LSU, Brady Cook uh, from Missouri, uh, Marcus Penix. Uh, Marcus Penix does have the injury concerns uh, from Washington. We're going to watch uh, Marcus Penix tomorrow So uh, against, uh, against a good Texas defense. Or Jordan Travis, FSU. You know, uh, those four guys, uh, you know, you could get a quarterback to uh, if, if you're not if, if Fields flames out, you've got this guy in your back pocket. So I think uh, uh, Poles, the guy that likes to have as many picks. Uh, he likes to add as many picks as he can. He likes to add as much young talent as he can. But if you ask me, I think the, the team is more ready to win now than it is not ready to win. And I think that's why sticking with Justin Fields, who's got this will be Justin Fields' fourth year. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, in their fourth year, they really blossom. Now, I know people are going to are gonna ding me for this because they're going to say Justin Fields, you know, can't find an open man to save his life. And that a lot of that has to do with the coaching he's getting. He, he had a lame duck court coach and mm-hmm. Matt Nagy. Which this is this is the, the concern for me is uh, he, the, the previous regime, Ryan Pace, drafted uh, Justin Fields. So the Bears organization let a lame duck uh, GM pick a quarterback. Yeah. So the new GM comes in. It's not his guy. And I get that, you know, and he had Matt Nagy as his offensive coordinator, also a lame duck. We come in with a first year head coach, a first year play caller, Luke Getze, Eberflus and Getze. And you have uh, 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 Justin Fields having to learn a system. And I- I've watched some of uh, Getze's, you know, we've all watched Getze's play calling his play design, all of this stuff. Luke Getze, uh, he's not he's not he's not the best play caller. And if he's not that good of a play caller, I, I doubt he's that good of a teacher of the quarterback position. So yeah, uh, yeah like Matthew says, Getze had Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers also sat for three, four years behind behind Brett Favre, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we get if we get a new offensive coordinator, I guess we could we could live with with um Eberflus again as coach because like I said, the locker room, the players love him. And uh, a new offensive coordinator, uh, I think it'll be a guy like, you know, uh, Frank Reich or like Eberflus knows Frank Reich, you know, from their days at the Colts. So there's no, there, there's a, uh, there's no, uh, nothing holding him back from from hiring his buddy. You know, that's so, that's true. I, I do worry a bit though. I love Justin and I want him to work out, but I mm-hmm. do worry about him getting another offensive coordinator learning another offensive system. I and mean, when we saw yep. this with Cutler and even to an extent Trubisky learning, you know, Nagy would give himself play calling them, take it away from themselves and then take it again. Uh, and and yep. it was, it's just an organizational failure from the top down. Yeah. It seems like we um, did it. We did it with, we, we, we did it with Cutler. You know, we had a, a lame duck coach, you know, uh, what were the Fox and, uh, uh, all the, you know, Cutler, we had different offensive coordinators. We did it with Trubisky. You know, you had John Fox and then we got rid of Fox. He had one year with yeah. Fox and, uh, Dowell Loggins. Then you come in, you've got Nagy with Trubisky. Then you get rid of Trubisky and Fields comes in. You get rid of Nagy. You know, you see the pattern. It's like, that's been organizational poison, you know, yeah. for, for the Bears. We haven't, we haven't been able to develop a quarterback that going backwards, you know, with these quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I guess. I think they should just hit the reset button on all three positions as much as I love Justin. Uh, 
Caleb Williams is still getting a lot of love, and I saw Greg Braggs falling in love with Caleb Williams. I love Greg Braggs, but I just I don't see it from Caleb Williams. I would rather take Drake May or even Jordan's guy, J.J. McCarthy, later in the yep. first round than to, so than to move on with Caleb Williams as the starter. KB, uh, we were talking about Eberflus, the words out, that he's back, and uh, just getting – Getting tooch in my thoughts on it. What uh, what are your thoughts on Eberflus being, being retained? Back. I believe that was the word they used. Oh man. I personally, man, I don't feel too negative or too positive. I'm 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 about right in the middle with it. Uh because I, like Tush was saying, you have to you have to understand this man turned a defense that was beyond horrendous into probably a top ten defense, and has shown the growth that is needed. Uh, it was something interesting I had seen where people said uh, maybe Poles and Ibrahimus had one of those handshake, wink, wink, nod deals, saying, "Hey, you know, this first season, I know it's going to be really bad." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving you anything to work oh, yeah. with. Yep. Uh, they had that conversation, KB. No yeah. doubt. They. Uh, you know, what I'm saying. So you're you're good for this season. You don't. You don't have to worry about it. I just need to see progress. Uh, first four games didn't look good. Uh, I, I think we all noticed that. We all said we we played very underwhelmingly, but then you get the edge rusher that was so desperately needed. Yeah, and now it starts to look like the system fucking works. Uh, I you see people allude to the fact, oh, well, they're playing bad teams. I look, you can only play who's on your schedule, and I watched bad teams put up good numbers against good teams. You watch the Commanders put up numbers against the Eagles. You watch the Arizona Cardinals take the Cowboys to the fucking wood shop. Yeah. So. Anybody can play good on any given day. Uh, so I'm not – I can't go off of just saying, well, it's their schedule. I do believe the combination of getting, you know what I'm saying, my cousin in the building who helped with the run defense, folks all run up the middle. You know, you get Montez Sweat now, it's extremely hard to run on us. And plus, he's getting massive pressures every game. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't always get home, he's getting he's, – he's making it very difficult on quarterbacks to be – to be, you know what I'm saying, comfortable in the pocket. You start to see what we're talking about. You start to see that that Colts defense where it was top five, basically number one. So he had, I mean, he has a, he, he has a cause to stay. Do I believe that it's the right move? No, I don't. I think that you get somebody else new in the building and I, I think you would go forward with that, but I can't be mad at the reasons why they decide to keep them. Uh, yeah. As far as that goes, I absolutely believe you have to guess he has to be out the building. There's, there's no way in hell I'm the guess he stays on this roster for me. Uh, I know we talked about uh, fields getting another offensive coordinator. This is, this is the thing with that. Whoever comes in as the offensive coordinator has to be open to the fact of saying I have to build a system around my quarterback and make it easy on him to play the position other than saying, hey, I'm going to stick you a triangle in a circle hole. 
So maybe you go get the Frank Wright. Like I said, him and Ibrahim are buddies. Maybe you go get him and Frank Wright comes in. Oh, okay. I see all the things that he does well. I've looked back to his college tape. I've looked back, hell, to high school just, just to evaluate him as a player. Let's start doing things that he's good at and then we build off of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with him being, like I said, I, I said this last week, I'm okay with him being a trailer right now. I don't need him to be Superman and try to win every game by himself. Tom Brady started that way. I'm going to be a passenger on this train, and I'm just going to help conduct it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to help us keep moving forward till you get to the point where you're at the you're at the front of the line and you're the reason the offense goes. So if Frank Wright was the one that comes in, maybe Frank Wright looks at that and he says, okay, let me put a system around him to get him to play well. Yeah. And then you go from there. Then it's not a hard reset. It's not something that feels as the oh my god, I don't know what to do. So then you 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 have a system that your quarterback is going to be you know what I'm saying comfortable, and then we we go forward from there. Uh, but like I said, man, I'm I'm kind of stuck in the middle with it. I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm not happy, but he he has reasons to stay. Yeah, yeah, he's really turned around this defense, like you said, and a part of its players, not just his uh, <clears throat> his scheme. It's the players stepping up, doing what they need to do. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds has stepped up his game, played really well. T.J. Edwards has played at a Pro Bowl level. Jalen Johnson's about to get the bag, and he deserves every cent that he gets. He's going to be paid like a top corner in the league. Um Kyler Gordon's looking a lot better. Jaquan Brisker, I wish he'd get his, as as Vic Fangio famously said, I wish he'd get his hands on more balls. But uh, it, you talk about the 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 guy in the middle who makes people scared to come across it. That's Jaquan Brisker. Um, unfortunately, it gets him injured sometimes. Uh, you have Eddie Jackson, who I was a fan of when he wore thirty nine, but as soon as he switched to four, he hasn't done much. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's a place we'll move on, uh, but and we definitely need someone opposite of Sweat, you know, uh, whether it's draft or free agency or what. And uh, we talked about this on on a Facebook post, KB. You know, uh, I love Josh Allen. I'm a Kentucky guy, so I'm biased. Obviously, that dude was a legend here, and uh, anytime we needed a play, he was the one to make that play. He took us to the Citrus Bowl. Um, and, and even played in the, in the bowl game, even though he was a projected top 10 pick and you don't even, you don't see that these days, you know? Um, and, uh, so I, I really love just Josh Allen, the defensive end from Jacksonville, whether or not they let him go, that's a whole nother story. Um, but I kind of wish Jordan was on Jordan is on vacation. Unfortunately, I'd like to hear him (laughs) about some of the edge rushers in this draft class. I know Jared verse. Has a, uh, I liked him a lot last year. Um, to get the kid out of Alabama, Dallas Turner, he's really mm-hmm. good. Um, I know you like the guy from UCLA, KB. Um, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> he's I'm a, not, he's not the Liatola, yeah, or something yeah, like that. not happening. He's, a, I, <laughs> he's an islander, concerns, but yeah, a good pass rusher. Yeah. But uh, so, so we could definitely draft some guys to go across from Sweat and, and really shore up that defense. Um, but uh, and and just like you said, Ibrahulus has done things to to shore up him staying. You know, he he took one of the worst defenses in the league and made it one of the best. The passing defense is getting better each week. 
and the rushing defense has been top five all year, even before Sweat got there. So it's you take the good with the bad, but the bad is he's blown at least three double digit fourth quarter leads. Yep. That's uh, damning, man. And that, and, and that it, it's like a record. <laughs> like, like it, that, and that's what kills me on, on keeping him around is what is he doing in those fourth quarters to blow it? And we've seen it. We watch it every week. The conservatism on offense and then the defense giving up big plays at the end, playing prevent defense. I mean, I watched mm-hmm. Kentucky go up on Clemson the other day and, and then go into prevent defense and let them literally nickel and dime all the way down the field for a game-winning touchdown. That's that's what happens when you go into prevent defense. They covered, though. <laughs> if you had I, I had a money had. line, so <laughs> they didn't cover for me. <laughs> you guys in your bets. Hey, Kentucky <laughs> basketball covered, too, man. It was a, all Kentucky weekend for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kentucky basketball, man. I, I just let me just say this if these kids stick around for another year, oh, they won't. Man, I know it sucks, <laughs> but watch out, man, because they're so good. Yeah, they're a lot three. of fun to watch. They got two seven footers, and they got some, some uh, smalls that are talented, too, man, some guards. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I know this isn't a basketball show, uh, I know. but Sorry this about is the that. most fun I've oh, yeah. had watching Kentucky basketball in a, in a few years. You know, the way they move the ball around and shoot. And, but Reed Shepard's already in the top ten of draft, uh, mock drafts. So, uh, yeah, I don't see them uh, them coming back. But, uh, yeah, uh, Barrelissimo, great point. Salute Soldier Fields. If we move on from Soldier – if we move on from Fields – this offseason, this could possibly be his final home game as the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Um, oh, he knows they, it. Yeah, they showed him at the last home game going around the, the whole crowd and, and giving high fives. Um, I would hate to see him leave, especially considering – because I feel like every year there's the quarterback draft class is bumped up a year too early. The, the Sam Howell year, he was bumped. He was top. Oh, this is going to be a top 10 pick. Well, he ended up staying a year and dropped to the fifth round. This guy's yeah. still on about Bajant. I got it. It's like, okay, <laughs> nine wins. Okay, four, four we gave up fourth quarter leads. That was not Justin Fields' fault. This team could easily be nine and, and six right now. If we didn't yeah. blow, we had the Browns. We had the Browns dead to rights. Yeah, the Browns, you know, that is definitely not on fields. I don't want to hear it anymore from this yeah. guy. Yeah, it's the Browns ridiculous. had the Broncos. We should have swept the Lions. There, um, there's an interesting conversation I wanted to bring up then, because since since we're on that 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 position of things, I, I posed this question on Twitter and I, I posed it on a, a guy's chat on Facebook. Now that being said, we 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 all know that Fields is out for four games. He right now he has like two thousand and some odd yards passing. Blah blah blah. I asked, would it be fair? We kept all things all things fair. Would it be fair to say that the floor is what Bajan threw for, for for Justin Fields in those four games? Bajan threw for 859 yards. Okay. In four games, right? In four games. Yeah. Would it be fair to say that Fields would have thrown for just as much or a tad bit more in those four games? Yeah. Okay. Now we take we take those things and we we move that forward. And, I'm, and I said I would add probably 200 yards rushing over those four games. Correct. 
he feels averages somewhere between 50 yards a game rushing. If you take Bajan's stats, just the passing, the 859, you add those 200 yards rushing, right now Fields will be going into this final game with over 3,000 yards passing, over 700 yards rushing. That's 3,700 yards of total offense. He's only – it would be only about 300 yards off of what the, the MVP conversation Lamar Jackson is doing. Yeah. So you're telling me that a quarterback who's putting up almost 4,000 yards total isn't good enough to play? That that bamboozles me because what, what are you asking for? Yeah. The, the man missed four games. There's no way in hell you couldn't tell me that Justin Fields probably wouldn't have went off against the Carolina Panthers. They didn't have anybody. Yeah. But last year's roster was complete garbage. It was set up to fail. They wanted the number one pick. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, he had nothing last year. The offensive line was garbage. Defense was garbage. We we get so tied up in saying, oh, the man doesn't do this and he doesn't do this. But you have to realize this man is still putting up numbers. He gives you the best chance to win every time he's on the field, regardless if he's playing bad or not. Teams have to respect the big playability of Justin Fields. You don't get that with Tyson Bajan. You don't get that exactly. with, with uh, uh, other guys. You don't, you know, you don't get that with uh, some of these other quarterbacks out there. If you want to go by quarterback rating, Fields is twenty-two in the NFL out of thirty. Out of thirty-two, in the you know, NFL, that's not good enough. Ranked in the top ten for quarterbacks. Yeah, so. it's, it's not good enough. But you know who's twenty-one? Russell Wilson, who has had a a, a stellar career. Future mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcon, Russell Wilson. Future yeah. Atlanta Falcons. Somewhere. Somewhere but, besides Denver, yeah. Can't I'll, believe he's been benched again. And, and I feel like that kind of shows Poles' hand a little bit because if he wanted to, if he made his mind up on, yeah, I'm drafting a quarterback, I feel like there would be a hamstring injury pop-up for Justin Fields or something that would keep them from having him play the last two games to mm-hmm. save his drafts, to save his – trade uh, uh his trade stock i guess you would say the ability to trade him and he would start Beijing. and and i know uh mike is talking about you know well Beijing didn't get the preseason snaps Beijing didn't I get didn't the practice thing. snaps and in this but Beijing's a backup in, man he, say, that's, he came that's, in that's, and tanked dj moore's numbers right now dj moore would be probably close to 1500 yards and then in the top three right now for receiving so Mike, how about you answer that question? Why why did DJ Moore suffer when Bajan came in? Yeah. And, and he's a number one wide receiver. Bajan's like putting putting a kindergarten in junior high. Thank you. That's what it, he's he's a rookie. He's a baby. He's still in his diaper and training pants. Yeah. It's ridiculous and he, thinking and he's, he's gonna be a star rookie. right now. Maybe in three years. If, who did Shepard University play that was any good? I'm waiting. A, I'm waiting. To a team of minors. <laughs> There's high school teams. The best high school team in the country could beat Bajan and Shepard. Yeah, yeah um, it's, it's the whole the whole argument. Like I said, I, and I said this before, they, they keep wanting to have this argument. The Bears still ain't statistically out of the fucking playoff race, right? So what yeah. what happens if the magic does happen and the Bears make it to the playoffs? Are we still yelling about a fucking quarterback on a team that still has a chance to win something? To me, this still—we're still playing meaningful football right now. This yeah. isn't like last year when we were halfway through the season. It was okay, yeah, maybe next year. No, we're still talking about this year, this year. 
So I'm I'm I don't I don't get all this this talk about people wanting a quarterback. I don't give a damn about Caleb Williams. I don't give a damn about any of the quarterbacks right now. That's not where the conversation the talking point should be. The talking point should be how can the Bears beat the Atlanta Falcons today? Yeah. And then how do we go to Lambeau Field and beat Green Bay to give ourselves the best chance to be a playoff team? That should be what the conversation is. This is why I say the Bears Bears fan base is the worst fan base. Let me yeah. uh where, where's this guy? Here, here, here's his, his last comment. Here, Bajit threw to every receiver on the on the they put on the field. Okay, last week, Justin Fields threw to Cole Komet, DJ Moore, Roshan Johnson, Robert Tanyan, Khalil Herbert, Darnell Mooney, Mercedes Lewis, and Velas Jones. That's almost every player they put on the field. Oh, that could catch a pass, catch. dude. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hell, we know you love Tyson Bajit. Why don't you just send him an engagement ring? If Cole Komet didn't for fuck's get hurt. sake. The thing is, is if you're a Bears fan, you root for root forever who who they put out there. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. matter. We have Justin Fields. Root for the guy if you're a Bears fan. I think Beth has the perfect point here. That the JF one bashing is is absolutely ridiculous, and it's placed people in camps like strong yeah. in their corner. Like I'm a JF one guy. I'm a Bajan guy. This guy Bajan hasn't played in two months. And and he's strong <laughs> so in Bajan's corner. He put and then up you've every... got the others who are like, we need to draft someone and move on. We KB is absolutely <laughs> correct. We need to back our team, the team we are putting on the field. We are still, quote unquote, uh, playoff um, potential. We still have that potential. And 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 until <laughs> are we that, still alive mathematically? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. Great. We need there, we need a lot of help. It's but a lot if of we help. Went out and take care of ours. <laughs> that. Can... They're still, they're still technically a playoff team. It, I, I, I like Bajan too. He's just, he's still a toddler, man. <laughs> and I, I, I was gonna say, bro, I, I was a Bajan fan. We, yeah. we all. I wrote a song about Bajan. He's not better than Justin Fields. I said the dude Dude, we talked be about, on the dude should Yeah, we talked about him making the, the roster and not yeah. being cut if and being subjected to waivers. I know Aldo had other ideas. Uh, yeah. he, he thought that he would make it through the waiver wire. I just – I didn't see that happening, and I was happy that they kept him. But he's still a backup, man. He still needs seasoning. And and just like Beth said, we don't have the right teachers here. No, don't. we never have. Conducive for Ed our Hughes quarterbacks to grow. Ed Hughes was the last one. Yeah. yeah. Ed I Hughes mean, was the last good offensive coordinator we had. So you know, so do you think Frank Reich is the move at offensive coordinator? I mean, I, he, he's lost his job two years in a <laughs> row now as a head coach. Um, but do you think – Maybe he's better as a coordinator. I mean, I, yeah. I think that will be the move. Yeah, he was with Eberflus <laughs> in Indianapolis. That's why, I, that's why I threw the name out there. That makes yeah. the most logical sense. There, you know, I, uh, when, when you're in any workplace situation, wherever you are, you, the best uh, – collab- you want to work with a collaboration with someone you know – you know, yeah. like I, I yeah. find that's better when, when I'm at work and I'm working at a project with someone I work with someone I work well with. And I know, you know, that's just human nature. But uh, I could see someone like Eric Bieniemy or or uh, uh, Jim Caldwell or someone like that. And again, Caldwell is a guy that worked with in Indianapolis, too. I, I would love for Caldwell to come. You yeah. Say Caldwell had a whole office drawn up to surround the kid. That and he seemed to say he knew what Fields needed to do. Mm-hmm. If that's the route, like I said, that's the route we're going, then yes, of course, you bring in somebody that's going to help the players that we have. Yeah. I'm not yeah. like I said, I don't want to see the biggest thing KB. because we don't know. We don't put our players in a position to succeed. 
Yeah. You know, we don't yeah. play to their strengths. I mean, Berlissimo says this all the time, you know, with Getze. You're not scheming them uh, open or or uh, putting them in position. I mean, if they try to – Fields isn't, isn't, a, isn't a straight pocket passer. If you want him to sit back there and, and play from the pocket the full time, he's more of a – look, if Fields had a, a Kyle Shanahan as his offensive coordinator, you guys would never be saying anything. But You'd be like, Tyson Bajan who? Burn. You know, they're oh, – dude. <laughs> Kyle uh, Shanahan, Shanahan uh, is, the, is the He's Mike Leach of, of NFLs. The top of the top. There's no one better. There's no one better. At yeah. uh, Sean McVay is another one, man. The motion offense. You'll see it today when, when the Rams play the Giants. The Giants mm-hmm. have that blitz-heavy offense. As soon as Sean, Sean uh, McVay sends Cup or, or Nakua in motion and, and figures out what Martindale's doing on defense, boom, it's over. Yeah. The Ram, yeah. I, I, got, I'm, I got Rams team total over one of my top plays today. Yeah, and, you know? and the referees have helped us out. They're uh, setting up that matchup of Matt Stafford to go back into Detroit and uh, <laughs> take on his former team in the playoffs. They're, well, uh, tell me tell me who the top teams are in the NFC besides 49ers. Scott, Rams are probably two. You know, right now they're playing better than any other team. I mean, the, the Eagles look beatable. No, look at the Eagles' last five games. I think they're two and three. They, yeah, they barely the Rams are – the Rams are hot. Yeah. But they, no, defense uh, is playing better. Defense is exploitable, but that offense is humming. They are the Bills of the NFC. They're the team that you don't want to You don't want to play. Nobody wants to play the, the Rams in the first <laughs> round. Nobody wants to play the Rams. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on Mike. He says Fields misses 45% of his passes, doesn't throw to uh, an average 12 open receivers every game, and can't throw slants or horizontal passes unless There's receivers so stop in the tracks. How, how many slants have we thrown lies. this year? Three? I don't know where he's pulling this 45% out of his ass from. And, yeah. and, and, and just like you said, too, we don't run slants. That's an offensive coordinator issue. That's yeah. an offensive coordinator issue. I'm sorry, Mike. It, uh, you gotta let you gotta let it go, bro. Let it go. Just, root, just root let it for, go. Root for the team. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna see Bajan unless Fields gets hurt. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's the bottom line, and I don't think Bajan could do the things that Justin's been able to do. And the There's team, the team telling you this. DJ Moore goes on the score weekly and says he's my quarterback. Yeah, Mom the Brissard locker room loves Fields weekly and says he's my quarterback. Jalen Johnson went, goes on the score weekly. He said, I love Tyson and I love Justin, but there was no quarterback controversy. Justin's our quarterback. That's the bottom line. Mm, uh, but Pookie must speak a little Italian. <laughs> from the Kulos. Where we, I don't, that's the I don't bomb. Know if, oh, if you're, gotcha. if you're in England like Berlissimo, that's the bum, the arse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, know. yeah, I mean, look, like I said, you have, there's some context here with Fields. He had Matt Nagy in a lame duck season. as Nagy, uh, does, does anybody like Nagy as a, as a play caller? Jesus he was horrible. Christ. Look what he's and, done to my boy. And I can't figure out who's worse. <laughs> I can't figure out if Gessie's worse or Nagy's worse. They're both terrible. You know, Nagy was all curl routes. Yeah. No, yeah. not a single fucking slant. And the West Coast offense is, is slants. Yeah. You know, we don't throw them with screen. The, the, it's all screen passes with Getsy, which is fine. That's that's WCO too. But man, can we get some? I'll take DJ Moore, Tyler Scott on a slant on third down and five. We're Come hoping. on. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah. so, or Darnell Mooney, the guy that I don't think is going to be here next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I don't understand how they've lost their chemistry together. Justin and Darnell have worked together for years. And I watched Joe Flacco come off his couch and have chemistry with David Njoku and Amari Cooper just out of the blue. Uh, they know where each other is going to be. They know where the ball needs to be. And I don't know if that go comes from Flacco's uh, veteran presence of experience or, or what it is. But Njoku even said that on his on that third and 15 play. I think it was that one. He said, you know, Joe just knew where I needed to be, and he put the ball where it was supposed to go. Yep. And 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 we made the plays. Uh, and it's just – that was a – that's another team that I don't know who wants to see them in the playoffs. The Browns have I really got, put it together. I got they, one message for Fields doubters. I want you to watch the 49ers game against the Cardinals. The Bears played the Cardinals last week. Mm-hmm. 49ers are playing the uh the commanders i'm sorry right they're playing the commanders mm-hmm. uh we played the commanders a while back we beat the crap out of them watch uh watch the uh com- uh the 49ers just like barelissimo says a lot of crossing routes floods stretch delays you'll see the you'll see, you ever see the guy in the 49ers offense on a delay come wide open and purdy purdy makes a little uh uh buy some time in there and there's a guy wide open yeah you know the tight end or back you know, watch that and watch, uh, uh, watch, watch the Bears' offense today. Trying to do, we don't, you don't see any of that. Getsy says he's at WCO. You do not see any of that with. We don't run crosses at all, at all. Yeah, I, I don't know what Getsy is to tell you the truth. I've been trying to figure it out all season. No, I was gonna say no. That's those are routes that you should you have the speed at wide receiver <laughs> to yeah. get people to separate. I mean, Mooney had a devastating injury at the end of last season. That's you know, uh, yeah, you know, he's out today with a concussion. He, he oh, is out he is? I mean, yeah. it, it, it's bad luck for the kid, uh, you know, uh, coming up, get, getting injured last year and in, uh, in a contract year this year, the pressure was high. He probably wasn't 100% all season. Now he's mm. out. You know, yeah. I feel for the kid, but, uh, you know, uh, this is a great draft for wide receivers. It just is. Yeah. So much talent in wide receiver. Might be the strongest position in the draft. Yeah, but I still – Love the king at the top, man. That's the. So do that's, I, I, I want you to after the show watch some Keon Coleman. You yeah, might be. The kids I mean, I like the kid out of Washington too. Uh, uh, Dunze, Dunze. He's really good. Yeah. Um, I just I like how big is Keon Coleman because I love he's six four, four two two fifteen. And he is fast okay. and he's shifty. His legs are shifty, man. I'm they telling need, you, man. We watch. need a big X, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just as big as Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. what I was gonna ask. Uh, he might because... have better hands too. Wow, that's that's something. He like nothing. <laughs> yeah, just stick one paw out, boom, put it behind his back like a magician. I I like what I've seen so far with uh, 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 Keon Comey. Opted out of the bowl game yesterday. Wouldn't have made any difference because it was sixty-three to three Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tweeted about it. I was like, I thought this Florida State team was supposed to be in the playoffs, and uh, <laughs> they had nobody though. I mean, uh, seven starters. Out of I mean, that's game. what Jordan commented back on. Yeah. He was like, I get what you're saying, but he didn't have nobody in that game. Uh, but I mean, I just I think even if they had everybody, I think Georgia was out to prove yeah. that they didn't oh, belong yeah. in look, the in the look playoffs. At this, comment. this is it in a nutshell. And you, you've seen uh, JTL Sullivan break it down. He had receivers not knowing where they were supposed to be. How's Justin Fields supposed to be a top quarterback with shit like that? The yeah. guy cannot coordinate an offense. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Uh, I, I definitely think Getsy's gone. Um, 
it sounds like they're still trying to figure out what they want with Justin Fields. But I mean, just like, like I said earlier, all the players got his back. And if we know that polls knows that he's yeah. not going to try and break apart team chemistry just for the possibility of the dress wearing Caleb Williams, the finger painting or the kid from North Carolina who is going to have the ghost of Mitch Trubisky on his back the second he walks through the doors at Hallis Hall. It's uh, then, then you got to look at it. Sam Howell might it might be getting ushered out in Washington already. You know the rumors are coming out that they they really like Caleb Williams. Well, trade on up for him then. Send us uh You have to get picks because I, yeah. I don't like I said those two guys at the top aren't a sure thing. Yeah, uh, you know Drake. I like Drake May. Uh, he's got the size that that uh, teams like a quarterback. You know, he's got some run ability. He's got big arm too. But uh, again, this is like a, a if if we're to take another North Carolina quarterback that flames out, that's death for polls. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just can't. I mean, you have to. You got to like trade back. You got to get talent at wide receiver, and I would take a a a, a big left tackle to bolster that offensive line. Wide receiver, mean. pass rusher, left yep. tackles open. Hell, I think left guard's possible yep. now. Center, With Tevin guard. Jenkins, who you can't. I, I love Tevin when he's on the field. Yeah, injuries have, are going to derail his career completely. I don't see them giving him. A, an extension, and I, I thought they would before the concussion happened. But so uh, he's out too this game, ain't he? No, he cleared pro- concussion protocol and should Holy play shit. today. But uh, what happened with Mooney is he didn't have anything at the game. He showed up to the facility Monday uh, and was wasn't feeling well. Went to go ch- get checked by the doc, and they were like, "Oh, you got a concussion, bro." So he's in concussion protocol. Tevin's coming back out of it. Um, and that sure would have helped us against the Browns, I think, because he was playing. I mean, I don't know. Justin was getting a lot of pressure, but I trust Tevin a lot more than Whitehair. Uh, he's younger oh, yeah. and he's uh, better. Uh, White yeah. Whitehair is, is 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 in my head is already gone, bro. Yeah, I, he he's a yep. he's a ghost of his former self. All he's praise, gone. all all praise and and you no know saying, love to him for what he did in his in his prime when he was with us, man. But Brother man, you got to be ushered out the door. Yeah, it's it's, it's time. Yeah, yep. but I mean, if we can name off all these positions of need, one quarterback draft pick is not going to fix the offensive line. I don't know. Uh, pass rusher opposite of Sweat, um, possibly a corner if they do let Jalen walk. Uh, you know, free safety, all these positions that we need, and I really want to get. One dude who's a return specialist. Yes. I don't care if you got to go get Cordero Patterson again if they let him walk in Atlanta. We'll I need one him today. guy. Yeah, I need we one guy that's not taking – I don't need to have three different positions by three different guys. I need one guy who can play receiver or running back or, I don't know, a secondary position or something and, and can also play both return – games because it's it's absolutely ridiculous and it it it's it's taking up a roster spot that you don't there's, there's no chance white hair stays zero chance he's gone no, he saves he's so much by cutting much. there's no way yeah i was gonna say the way that the way that this the, i know i know we gave polls a lot of shit and i've seen somebody talking about it in the chat man you gotta realize this this is this man's second year and in the second year we're talking about his third year this team should be a playoff team he has us on the track to do it. 
uh, shit, we we probably would have made the playoffs this year if Fields had been not hurt, motherfuckers. Yeah. Let's 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 be real about that. Uh, but he has us on schedule. That's that's what was <laughs> what uh, a GM supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You tore the roster down. You did what you needed to do for the first year. You got us to a point where everybody is kind of hey. Well, you guys still got this hole in this hole. You know, this might not be that good. This is the offseason to do that. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah. how we said, there's a lot of pass rushers in the draft. Hell, there's a lot of pass rushers coming out in free agency. Maybe. Yep. If they don't get franchise tagged or re-signed. I, yeah. I don't see how the Jets could re-sign Bryce Huff. I, I don't see it. I would love to have Bryce Huff here. I would absolutely love to have Bryce Huff. That kid yeah. is is – somebody that's going to always have pressure and keep going. Uh, I don't see how the hell the 49ers are anywhere close to retaining Chase Young. They can't. There's, there, no there's way. absolutely no way in hell you can. You, you're you bad with Cap right now. Mm-hmm. That man was brought in so you guys can have y'all Super Bowl push. Yeah, I'll tell you right now that uh, the, the fact that the, the team, the second half of the season, it's, it's a shame about the first half with the missed opportunities and wins and stuff. Because uh, we, we probably might be uh, uh, in the mix a little bit better inside looking out instead of outside looking in. Yeah. But uh, polls, the, the pickup in the second half of the season, like polls, there's no way he's leaving. No. Know, because no. Uh, the he's, he saved his job, or at least Eberflus saved his job. I, I think Eberflus is safe as well because he's polls guy. And uh, I know people are going to be a little unhappy about that. That's fine because I, I I'm in the camp. With Aaron, right? I don't think Iberfus is a Super Bowl winning coach. You know, yeah. I don't see uh, Iberfus and Super Bowl winning coach in the same sentence very often. In fact, yeah. never. But uh, you can't, you cannot deny what Ryan Poles has done. You know, let's. I have, I have some, some notes. But uh, he was left in in salary cap hell from Ryan Pace. Absolutely, he, fi- he fixed that. He signed Cole Komet, who's. Hopefully, going to play his 66th straight game today, which is yeah, amazing. Said, I think I think he he was. He's, he's supposed to play. Uh, signed Cole Komet to a great deal. Yeah. Got Pro Bowl level play from TJ Edwards on a dirt cheap contract. Jesus Traded yeah. for Montez Sweat, which the one the defense t- did a 180 after that. You know, uh, hit big on Andrew Billings, our cuz. You know, that was huge. Solidified mm-hmm. the run defense. His draft said Darnell White. Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brixer, Gerber, no, before Denver. you move before you move on into the draft. Yeah, look what Barrelismo saying here: signing Edmonds and Edwards yeah. for the same price as Roquan. Exactly, and Edwards is giving you everything. I'm Roquan getting to gave it. You? Okay, <laughs> I'm getting to it. I just heard you start going into the draft, and I was like, hey, yeah, there's yeah. some more free agency. I know it's not yeah. in the best order, in my notes, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, he 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 he. Uh, yeah, he signed Edmonds and Edwards to the same for for thing. I might have some of his hits in in free agency have been great. Now his draft, like Darnell White, Kyler Gordon, Quan Brixer, Dexter Stevenson, Smith, and Roshan, have been pretty good. And in the fifth round, he find a found a serviceable left tackle, Braxton Jones, yeah. undrafted free agent Jack Sanborn, pretty good linebacker, yeah. uh, undrafted quarterback Tyson Bage, and I give it to you, Gypsy Mike. You know, <laughs> but yeah, good uh, find. <laughs> and the trade Carolina last year, where we got DJ Moore, and you know, now we're uh, looking at another top pick this yeah. year. Uh, he, hired, betray, bro. <laughs> he hired he hired his buddy Ian Cunningham as assistant GM. Now, who who very well may leave to, to go to a, a full 
to the Chargers for a full GM, in which case we'll get two third-round picks yep. in compensatory. Yeah. Uh, he restructured the entire front office. Uh, he's been fairly transparent and good with the media. He's been available, at least to the media. Yes. He's been he's pretty much done everything he said he would, man. Uh, it, it's a shame that, I mean, we, we do criticize him a shit ton. That's part of being a Bears fan. Because mm-hmm. I mean, his, his like big quote-unquote misses were obviously the Claypool trade did not work out. But we understood the logic behind it. Every No Bears fan was like, what the hell are we doing? When we traded for Claypool, we were like, okay, we need we a got it. He's a receiver. Maybe he thinks we can get something out of him. It didn't work. Okay, we traded him back away. You lost that one. You washed your hands of it. You make the same 100%. trade for Montez Sweat and completely change your defense and bring it to the next level. You draft guys. Javon uh, uh, Dexter, I didn't like it when we drafted him. I wasn't a fan of his. Yep. Now he has a he higher He was the last guy rate. off the line at the snap. He has a higher tape. pressure right now than Jalen Carter, the yep. quote-unquote Hall of Famer, put the gold jacket on the man when he walks across the draft stage mm-hmm. because of red flags. He drafted – um, Darnell Wright, right tackle, solidified that right tackle spot for the future. We had to move Tevin again because of it. But, hey, you, as we said earlier, you can't trust Tevin to be there 17 games. Darnell Wright's been there. Braxton Jones, other than his neck injury, he's been there. And as you said, Tooch, found him in the fifth round. Yeah. You got Tevin at your left, left guard. Lucas Patrick all of a sudden is looking like – I mean, he's not a great center. But what he does off the field and in the way he's a leader to that offensive line, that's why he's brought him in, and that's why and it's helped him, quote unquote, try and run this Getsy offense. You needed someone who knew what the hell they were doing. Right guard Nate Davis playing fine. I mean, he's not fantastic, mm-hmm. but he's not awful. When he's <laughs> well, on he was the healthy, field, he's he looked good. pretty damn good. I mean, he's a good mm-hmm. run blocker. He's a great run blocker. He's okay. He's you know deficient in pass blocking, but I think uh, overall it's a good signing. But I, I definitely interior offensive line would get better at with uh, if you're not signing Tevin Jenkins. I mean, right? Jenkins has the injury concussion history. That's the worry. Yeah, but all, all these moves by Poles is why I trust Poles. Whatever whatever route he goes, if you stick with Justin, I'm with you. If you draft yeah. Caleb Williams or Drake May or JJ McCarthy or yeah. Pitt or Jaden Daniels, any of those guys? Okay, that's I know our quarterback. It's, it's not saying much, but he's been our best GM since Jerry Angelo. I know yeah, the guys yeah. in between him and Angelo were, were not good, but well, uh, when he's when, been good. when when we hired Phil Emery, and I, you know, I love the draft. I'm a draft nerd. Hey, Lisa, Mo, I'm with you on that. When <laughs> I saw Phil Emery drafting guys that I did not know, I was like, "Who is this guy?" That's when I knew we had a problem. On top of that, the 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 head coach he brought in wanted a team that was undisciplined. What was it that he said? We're gonna have a team that's uh, oh, Tressman, freaking moron. Um, I can't I can't remember what he said. We're gonna have a team that's something undisciplined. And I was like, what are we? Yeah, what are we doing? Mistake not signing Bruce Arians. <laughs> you know, yeah. instead of uh, Mark Tressman. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that's James that's Daniels, what happens when you him. don't have football people. Now we've got Kevin Warren up there, you know, who uh, who is a football person, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens in the offseason. I'm sure he's going to have plenty of input. 
Yeah, and maybe they see more stuff than we do being in the locker room, around the players, around the coaching staff. I don't, I don't know, but uh, Phil, Phil Emery. Does anybody remember the dude's name? Shane McClellan. Shane McClellan from uh, Chicken Dinner Road, Boise State. Boise, Boise State. State. He lived on Chicken Dinner Road. We, <laughs> how, uh, how could you forget, right? I was he, reading. I was reading. Somebody Mark out, Graff. right? Didn't he injure a quarterback? Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. He, not, he injured Aaron Rodgers. I was, a, I was reading mock drafts going into that draft, and every one of them had Shea McClellan to Green Bay. And oh. <laughs> when the, when they drafted him, it was like, oh, we undercut Green Bay for this guy. That's what we did and with Jay, just, Chase Claypool. Right. Comes you have in to stop and, thinking like that. Yeah. I mean, right? he came in. They just couldn't find a home for him. I, I think he went to New England after he left here, and he was fine because he had a – Bill Belichick putting him in the right position because you talk about a coach putting his players in position to win. It, at least defensively, Belichick does that. And uh, Kevin, that's, that's, uh, Kevin was probably playing his drums in the during the beginning of the show. He missed me talking about this training back and, and picking up Jaden Daniels later. Yeah. Right? I was gonna, I was gonna say if, if I if I, we had to go with a quarterback, like I said, I had three people I wouldn't be willing to draft in this draft. It was Jaden Daniels. Penix and then McCarthy. Them, those are the only ones I would be okay with. I, I think, oh boy, that plays like Herbert and looks like Herbert and May. Eh, it, he's he's very underwhelming to me. Yeah, he might be a good quarterback. Who who knows? I I like I said, I'm not a fan of Caleb Williams. I, I believe he becomes from the Mike Lynch era of football with Lincoln Riley, who makes all his quarterbacks look good. It was proven just this past weekend. Yeah, he was he's what built Kyler Murray into the number one overall pick. Yeah. That was that was a Lincoln Riley, you know. I, he, I, he made he that. got into an argument got with a guy on uh not gonna say argument, it was a discussion on on Twitter about uh the players that come from Lincoln Riley's system. I was like, bruh, I you have to look at the long term success of things. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's finally turning a new leaf, but that's because he surrounded by embarrassment of riches in, in, in mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. And he has a good offensive coordinator that's actually playing to his his strengths. Kyler Murray had a guy. That would be nice. That would be talk about that. I don't know if y'all know where he went to college, but Kentucky. Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, man. uh, You got Kyler Murray who had a college coach come in and give him a college offense. Not hard, you know. Uh, Jalen Hurts didn't come in lighting up the world at quarterback. Yeah. They had to put a, a lot around him for him to get to where he is now. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Sometimes systems make quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the best teams have that. We talked about the 49ers too. So they have a top five tight end, the, the number one running back in the in the world, and yeah. Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. They've got two uh, damn good wide receivers, Debo and IU guys that they drafted and developed into yep. being what they are. Uh, left tackle to one of the best top three left tackles in the league, mm-hmm. dare I say, Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and they've really built that team to where they can drop a Brock Purdy in there and make him succeed. Now there are games <laughs> like where he's going to throw four picks like he did against Baltimore. But he was in the MVP uh, talk before that, you yeah. know. And then Still all of is. a sudden it shifted to Lamar Jackson, who – I disagree with Lamar Jackson getting the MVP. If it was me, I'd Louisville. give it to him. It's, it's a Louisville no, no. thing. It's fine. It's fine. We know you're biased. <laughs> uh, I, saw, I, I saw it on 
TikTok, I think someone cut it up. Richard Sherman broke down why Josh Allen has a better oh, um, yeah. chance at MVP than Lamar yep. Jackson does based on his uh, scoring percentages and his numbers. Yep. Uh, Lamar Jackson just like, yes, they beat the 49ers, but how many times did his defense give him a short field to beat the 49ers? You know what I'm saying? He didn't do anything extravagant that blew me away, really. Um, yep. And maybe I am a little biased because he did go to Louisville and it's always held <laughs> down over there. But I just, if it's me, I'm giving my, it to Christian McCaffrey. Lesson. Christian McCaffrey is a guy who, who dominates no matter who's on the other side of that. On the he, other he side of that field. But because he plays running back now, we can't give him MVP. If they're going to do that, they should just call it best quarterback in the league award. That they shouldn't even call it an MVP. Then, I was going to say, bro, CMC and Tyreek, man. I, to me, you take them off their teams. I, I don't know where those teams are. It, yeah. it, fucking Tariq is close to what going for 2000. Yeah, it was his goal, and I thought he was insane saying that this offseason. Here he is, just very just, fucking just, possible. Just yeah, doing it. I mean, you got an extra game every year now to do yeah. that, though. But yeah, CD and CD too, man. CD just broke the Cowboys record last night, yeah. most receiving Michael Irvin's record. Yeah, two hundred yards last night. Yeah, 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 including one at yeah, the one end. big broken play to yeah. <laughs> ninety-two yard touchdown. Yeah. But, hey, man. but yeah, look, game yeah, answers, uh, baby. Game I, I'll tell you two things. That, two <laughs> things I think are certain is that Luke Getze is gone. If okay. the Bears want to get back, I, I don't think. I mean, Getze's last press conference, you can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he had a hard time answering some questions. He he, he danced around a few questions. And Cody Whitehair being gone, possibly Eddie Jackson being gone because of the cap savings. Really? Now, there's no way they keep Cody Whitehair. He's just been terrible. His play has fallen off. Fallen off. Uh, and it's, you could save. I forget how much you could save. It, it's well, a, like it's a both decent of them put amount. together is like close to 16 or something. That's what I was like going to say. 16 million if you cut both of them, you know. And, and Poles is a guy who wants to get the salary cap in great shape to make that push next year or the year after. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's yeah, a, yeah that's Poles is always. He's always thinking forward. It seems. Uh, yeah, Daryl yeah. Bevel is a guy I would I would I can see coming here. Uh, I think he was here as a quarterback coach many years ago. Uh, gosh, what staff? I think might have been might have been John Fox. But he, I, I, he was I can't under Dow Loggins as a quarterback coach. Dow Loggins was the OC. Yeah, I was going to say one Bevel the quarterback I, coach. Then that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I think I so. like. I, I like so the too. Greg Roman. He was only name. here for one year. I like time. Greg Roman if you can bring in somebody that can be the pass game coordinator. Yep. Yeah. That'll make Bear Lissimo happy too. I think he's a big uh, Greg Roman fan. Uh, you know, uh, to me, the, the 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 top front runner would be Frank Reich just because of the history with yeah. the Eberflus. That makes the most know? sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, former quarterback, you know, maybe he uh, uh, is a better teacher of the quarterback position. I don't think. I don't know. I never heard of Andy Janoco before. But I, I mean, I he wouldn't. Was in, bro, he was in Miami. I mean, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I could have swore he was the OC at one point. And then he like got demoted or some shit because it wasn't working out. And then we went and got him. I was like, bro, it don't make no fucking sense to me. Yeah. 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 Who's the uh, QB coach in Seattle? Speaking of Seattle here, yeah. it's uh, uh, Didn't the, the OC from uh, Seattle or the quarterback coach. Didn't he go to like, where was it? Was it Miami or some shit? I don't. That I've just seen. I've just seen a video on him. 
I guess he was the OC and uh, or the quarterback coach or something like that in Seattle. He helped uh, uh, Geno Smith come back to life, and then he took an OC job somewhere. I think I, I think Frank Wright's still the answer, but that might be something to look into. But then you run into another first-time play caller, most likely. But the work that they've done with Geno Smith and Drew Locke out there in Seattle has mm-hmm. just been – I mean, those guys look like legitimate starters, and we no one – thought that when they brought them in. I mean, I thought they were tanking when I saw them signing those two quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, so so that could be something to look at. Uh, but, yeah, I think Frank Wright's the answer because he's been there. He's done that. He's been the head honcho before. Um, he's called plays. He, he, he does all that stuff. And Nick Producer, he went to Tampa Bay. I think I think that's the OC right now in Tampa Bay is the, the guy that was in Seattle. Slick coach is Greg Olson, former Bears coach in Seattle. Really? Yeah. Greg Olson. What? (laughs) Yep. He was offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach for the Bears. Slick Sophistication says, go get me Eric Bienemy. I have a feeling that Kansas City is going to be calling Eric Bienemy, and he is going to be on the First thing, smoking the KC. That's <laughs> I think they're over the Matt Nagy experiment as much as we were because um, he has absolutely ruined. If you guys seen uh, JT O'Sullivan's breakdowns of quarterbacks and stuff on yes. YouTube, yes. So all the Bears need is a guy like this as their quarterback coach. I don't. I don't it doesn't have to be JT, but somebody who's going to coach oh, him. I said that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Janoko, Janoko, and uh, Getzi are the best at doing this. You know. I could yeah. be wrong, you know. I'm not. Yeah, the, yeah. We we don't see how Janoko and yeah. Getsy and those guys would break down the tape or do break yeah. down the tape weekly. Yeah. But JT O'Sullivan said the ball's got to come out right here. Look, this yeah. is the route. This is the coverage. You know, mm-hmm. and it's very yeah. easy to understand. Yeah, yeah, and, and but like I said, we don't know what our guys look like when they're breaking down the tape. They could yeah. be saying that to Justin. Yeah, and they Justin could. Justin could still be a little gun shy from getting his ass kicked for two years in a row, yeah. or. And, and look, the, ahead, West, the West Coast offense is the largest playbook in NFL history. It's like ten thousand pages. So I mean, that, it takes a while to learn it. Let's be, let's sometimes, be honest. Sometimes less is more. You know, I don't. I don't feel this. This is something I had also spoke on. Uh, I don't feel that Fields' footwork is adequate to yeah. getting the ball out on time. Great point. I, yep. And that to me, that is that is your that is your coaching. That is a coaching issue. Yep. His footwork has diminished since he was a rookie when they said he needs to do this and tighten yep. it up. If yeah, when, you, they showed a, the pass where he threw it out to the sideline on the right, and he, the way he had to set when he got to the end of his drop. And then, like I said, you put on tape of Lamar Jackson when he was playing against the 49ers, you see his boom, 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 ball out. This is something that Dak Prescott spoke on this year, uh, saying that how it was emphasized to him that, hey, at the top of drop, ball needs to be out, and how it helped yep. him. At the top of his drop, when your back foot is set, and it, it with us, it you watch it, it watch it today because I guarantee you it's going to happen at least once or twice. He's going to drop back and he's going to have that jump step to try to get yep, himself the hop, set, the little hop, and then that this robotic type of toss. Like no, nah, bro, that's Janoko and Getsy trying to fix or change or whatever they're doing. And it does not look organic. It does not look natural. And yeah. that is throwing off the hay. He needs to read the field because the ball has to be out at the end. So 
that's something I seen. Uh, I seen Coach T was talking about it too. Me and him had brought it up. Uh, you somebody has to fix the has to fix his footwork, man. And I, I do not believe that anybody on this team right now, a coaching staff wise, can do that. If yeah. you're, I mean, but if you're going into another offseason trying to fix his footwork, that's it might set you your team back. You know, I, I just uh, then then you get into the timeline and resetting the quarterback clock and all yeah. those things. I, yeah. I just, but I I would rather re, reset his footwork than go another fucking season watching that footwork, man, because it it's not conducive to him playing naturally. Yep. It's yeah. not. Look, my bottom line is you can't drop. I know we're in position to draft one of these quarterbacks at the top. I don't think it's the right move, man. I don't think it is either. You but... know, I, I just uh, you can't do that to another quarterback. Bring him in and get rid of another staff. Uh, we're, you're going to set the team back uh, yeah. again, drafting another quarterback. You know, and uh, if you get rid of uh, Getzy already, I mean, whoever is going to be learning a new offense next right. year. Whatever, but, but, but what? then you run into if one of these quarterbacks turns into what CJ Stroud's doing down in Houston, the fans are going to be irate. Oh, we've passed on two quarterbacks that yeah. look like franchise quarterbacks for a guy who I love, but that's a shame. The stats, the stats show in the fourth quarter when the game's on the line, Justin doesn't get it done. Tolerance James Stroud. And, and you, I love and the kid need... too, man. He was my top quarterback last year. But yeah. look, he's got good coaches, man. He's got mm-hmm. a great yeah. offensive coordinator in Houston, man. Let me see. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted. That was Bob, he was on my head coaching list. Bobby, Bobby Slowick. Slowick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now, quarterbacks coaches Jared Johnson, former former quarterback in the NFL. Wait, what? Jared Johnson. Seriously, he's the he's the quarterbacks coach. He's the quarterbacks coach. He played for the Texans. Uh, played for the Eagles and the Texans. Says he was Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> just just a dude who just kind of always seemed to end up on a roster somewhere. It's like, yep. who's playing quarterback today? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Gerard Johnson is playing quarterback yep. today for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's like, who the fuck? Yep. Free, is free agent bro? signed by the Eagles in 2011. You know, then he went to the USFL or Arena yeah. League and played for the Steelers and the Seahawks. He was on the Bears 2013 and 14. Really? That's what it says. Well, we've been on here for about an hour, and I don't think we've said anything about the game today, Phil. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. we should probably uh, can, try and Can get I into just that say one bit. thing about the shotgun? Like, uh, Berlissimo just had the shotgun yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. I Look, man, to me, Fields is a lot better under center. If you want to run the shotgun in a two-minute offense or, or third and long, fine. You know, but what when we go from, you know, under center to shotgun, it's third and short. That's where we kill ourselves. We run shotgun on the goal line. You know, come on, give us a chance. Let's play some power on third, third, uh, third goal from the two. I'm sick of this shit. You know, I can't. I, there has to be some kind of consistency in the play calling. If you're going to run, you know, waggles and boots and play action, set it up plays down the road from pro set or from I or from whatever. But Getzy does not do any of that. We're in pro set. We're in a uh, single back. And then he goes shotgun for no reason, third and three, you know, or second and four. I think, you know, it's. I think running shotgun is just conducive to today's game. If you look at college, every college game you watch, they're all in shotgun most of the time. Yeah. Even in high school, they're doing that these days. They're running out of shotgun mm-hmm. most of the time. 
So these quarterbacks are used to doing this for the last 15 years of their life if they've been a quarterback that whole time. So to try and change that, remember when we, who was it that we, was it when we drafted Trubisky, he had to learn how to, or no, that's what they were worried about with Deshaun Watson. Going going under center. They were worried about him getting under center and taking the snap because he hadn't done it in probably since middle school, you know? So it's, Mm -hmm. I I just feel like they try and try and make it easier for the quarterbacks to develop. And the easiest way to do that is to let them do what they already know. That's what the Cincinnati Bengals have done with Joe Burrow. Zach Taylor changed his offense, made it more conducive to Joe Burrow, and now is doing the same with uh, Jake Browning. He's he it, Jake Browning went and told him some things that he liked better than other things that may have worked for Burrow but doesn't work for Browning. And that goes back to your coach. Offensive mind, all of a sudden they can make changes a defensive mind is not able to do that as well, in my opinion. Yep. And there's 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 evidence showing that. But uh you got any numbers for today, Tooch, like uh Atlanta's offense or defense? Yeah, go ahead and talk to Heineke, who I like better than Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Let me like uh Heineke. let me pull that up. That's one thing I didn't get to, but go ahead and uh let KB talk for a little bit while I pull up some stats. Ooh, we gonna let me talk for a little bit. Yeah, yeah stop it. You know what I'm saying? Your boy gets some spotlight. Put me, uh, put me on the big screen. It's not the Toot Show. This is the AC Show. <laughs> AC Show. As long as my internet's working. You just seen uh, uh, AC and I before the show talk. Yeah, it's just you and me. Man, I hope KB gets here. I was on my way. I had to, had to let the laptop uh, warm up a little bit. It does this this funny screen jumping thing. Well, so I'm like, don't in the fridge. I, I, it's it's cold and it's cold in Indiana, baby. I know it's cold here today, man. Too. I woke up, I was freezing. I had to turn the heat up. Facts. Uh, so we look, let's get it. Let's get into a little bit about today's game, man. Let's 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 let's, let's break down what we see, man. Atlanta's not a push-up team. I need I need folks to understand that Atlanta, I think they might actually still be uh in the run to win that division, aren't they? Yeah, there's three teams at the top of their division, and they're either eight and seven or seven and eight, all three of them. So they're yeah. all right there jockeying for position in that in that division. So they need to win games just as bad as we do. Yeah, I was gonna say so. This is a team that's gonna be coming into Chicago desperate. They're gonna be fighting clawing now to get to get this game won because like I said they're they're technically still in the playoff race just as just as much as we are. Um yep. even more to, even more so because all they got to do is win their division. Uh I, I, they're they're gonna come in here that they're a team that can run the ball. They have Bijan Robinson uh they benched Ritter for Tyler Heineke, which is actually very scary to me. That yeah. kid can get hot. We've seen it when he was playing with the Commanders. He mm-hmm. can get hot. Uh, he seems to have remembered they have a fucking all-star goddamn tight end in Kyle Pitts, <laughs> which which is also scary to me. I got three top game. ten picks on this offense. They got yeah. Drake London outside. You got Kyle Pitts inside, and you got Bijan Robinson in the backfield. Who yeah. the coach just you? I mean, I'm mad at our coach, but if <laughs> if Arthur Smith was my coach, I'd be whew, that dude. How do you not have a top offense with those pieces I, on offense? It's it's 
ridiculous. If we had a video that was shared to the group chat uh, yesterday where they had, I guess they were talking to a beat writer in Atlanta or wherever the guy was, and the guy was asked whether or not the, the Falcons would want fields. And, of course, he, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's talk about it. But, you know, if Arthur Smith wants the quarterback. He wants somebody more Kirk Cousinish than the the athlete at quarterback. I, hey, makes sense. But you look at they got Desmond Ritter, which what they I guess they thought was the pocket passer, but seems to be more of an athletic quarterback. I guess it it goes off preference, man. Uh, that that Atlanta team can be scary. Their defense isn't isn't nothing to wag a tail at. You got Jesse Bates, you got uh, AJ Terrell, who was one of the top quarterbacks in the league last year. I don't know how he's doing this year, but the the, the kid can man somebody up and take him out the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got my man that plays defensive uh, tackle. Uh, what's his name? Grady uh, Jarrett. Yeah, Grady Jarrett. Uh, I know it was at one point we we had fans in Chicago saying we wish we could have got him. Yeah. Like I said, this this team this team is nothing to wag a tail at. Yeah, they're going to be coming up here and playing in the elements. Apparently, it's snowing a little bit at Soldier Field today, uh, so that means yeah, that running the ball is going to be is going to be key for us. Uh, uh, like I said. You would love for them to understand that sometimes you need to go back to basics, keep things simple, go under center. I think that's the best the best way for our offense to run. Uh, it, it's it's more conducive to a, a power run game, which is what we actually run. They they try to make it seem like we we got all these athletic linemen and we're gonna run the the zone scheme and wide zone and shit. No, I don't. I, is Dr. Foreman playing today? It's who? Dante Foreman. Uh, I don't think so. I, I can I look at the injury report real quick. Yeah, was, I was gonna say because I know he, last week he was a uh, it was, he was a personal healthy threat, reason, but he had personal yeah. reason. Personal reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you you look at it if Dante Foreman's playing, even if he's not, Khalil Herbert came in and had a hell of a game last week. I would did. Hey, I, it was it was a good thing to see because he looked like he looked before his injury. Mm-hmm. Where you've seen the burst and you've seen the, that he could, he was that player that could take it to the house if he had that the scene. Uh, it's it to me is the the game is coming through the ground this week. Uh, you have to have the these play action shots. Like I said, I don't understand why we don't do crossers in our offense. I don't understand why we don't run slants. I don't understand why we don't do drags. These quick these quick routes to just get the ball out. That would be conducive today. Mm-hmm. Get the ball out quick, slants, crossers for your deep shots. But slants, drags, these routes like this, the hey, here you go, get upfield. There was there's always there's always that that statement. The quickest, <laughs> the quickest route between uh, point A and B is a straight line. Just get up the field. That's all we have to do today. Mm-hmm. Uh so I don't want to get into score predictions yet. I'll wait for that. I, right. I did pre- did kind of predict in our group chat. I, I said Fields is going to have three a three touchdown passing day. That was before I realized it was snowing. Now <laughs> and Darnell, I didn't realize Darnell Mooney was going to be out. Yeah. Uh, you have I'm looking to- at the uh, injury report right now. As of Friday, Tevin Jenkins was a full participant. Cole Komet was limited. Uh, Lucas Patrick was limited. Noah Sewell was a full participant, and EQ was a full participant. The only one that did not participate was Darnell Mooney. He's been called out. Cole Komet and Lucas Patrick are both questionable. Lucas but Patrick Tevin, questionable? That's what Good it says. God. What's going with on? With a knee injury. Oh, shit. 
But uh, Tevin Jenkins, Noah Sewell, and EQ, none of them have anything on the game status, so I don't know if that means game time decision or if they're good to go, uh, which is a little a little surprise. Well, I guess, yeah, Tevin passed his concussion protocol, so, okay. yeah, he's good to go. We seem to be decently healthy at this time of the year, which is a little bit shocking. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're always the, the Browns usually in this well, situation. Yeah. Uh, but with, uh, I mean, with Darnell Mooney out, you got to have Tyler Scott step up. Yeah. I like having EQ in, especially if we're going to run the ball, if it's snowing yeah. and, yep. and you have a warm weather dome team coming into Chicago to play in quote unquote bare weather. It can really help us out today. Um, this is something we'll be missing when we move to Arlington Heights. But I mean, for now, take advantage of, of what we can get. Um, I think I think it helps a lot, you know, the, the weather for a warm weather team. Um, uh, yeah, they uh, have to be uh, uh, careful in this game because I mean the Falcons' defense is underrated. You know, uh, they, 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 they have stars, bro. Yeah, Jesse Jesse Bates went down there and completely changed uh, yep. their thoughts on defense. The guy takes yeah. the ball away and he can take it the distance too. If he's taking yeah, kind of, I think this would be a low scoring game. Um, that the weather will definitely play a factor in that. It's cold and snowy, yeah. Uh, you know, it helps that the Atlanta's a dome team coming there. And it, you know, it, Calais Campbell's in the middle there on that defensive oh, yeah, line, and we have uh, we don't have a strong interior line, so that's going to pose a little bit of a problem against uh, you know, in yards per play. Uh, Atlanta only allows 5.1 yards per play, that's fifth in the NFL. Shoot. That's not good news for Justin Fields and the offense. Uh, on the other side of the ball, they run the ball a lot. Yeah. Uh, 29 times on average, they'll run the ball. So we better come prepared to stop the run. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they have a good offensive line. Uh, they're middle of the pack uh, uh, offensive in yards per play uh, for total offense, 332 uh, yards per game, uh, which is 16th in the NFL. Passing, they're not as good. You know, uh, the top receivers, Drake London, after that's Kyle Pitts, and then B. John. Uh, yards per rush, they're averaging four yards a carry. Again, you got to stop the run yeah. uh, versus that. You know, now, now uh, with Heineke, they got a little bit better passing, got a little more efficient than Desmond Ritter. So that's not also not good. It's going to be a close game. Um, they played a 7 9 game versus the Panthers the other day. Uh, I think what Panthers got a run, uh, a win against them, right? Uh, Falcons are three and two their last five. Yeah, they did. They did beat the Falcons. The good mm-hmm. news is that uh, over the last five games, the Bears defense is number three versus the run. That's going to help. Uh, Bears, uh, uh, for rush yards, 80, 81 yards per game. That's number one in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if we stick to stopping the run and forcing Heineke to throw, we should be okay. We still have good players in the secondary. Uh, I still like the Bears to pull out a close one here. I, I think it'll be low scoring, though. Yeah. So, the, the, are, are we still three point favorites, or uh, uh, it's two? It's been dancing all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. Uh, let me just check real quick here. Uh, the Bears' first half has been a great bet this season. If you're thinking about laying again, it's minus one and a half. It's minus three right now. So the yeah. true line's probably somewhere around minus two and a half, minus three. Yeah, I was, uh, was kind of hoping that would drop down to like minus two and a half so you could actually pick a side on it. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. It's, it, 
a, a push doesn't help anybody. <laughs> right. Well, at least you get your money back. You know? That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, two and a half uh, is a, a good number. But DraftKings is doing something right now where you can't get because uh, I want I want the first half minus a half. I don't want to play minus one and a half because that saves me. You can't get minus one. You can't get minus a half. You got to either play money line or minus one and a half. So what the fuck are they trying to tell me here? You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, money line first half for bears is minus 142. That's really juicy, you know? So, yeah. but uh, uh, I still like the bet. I think the bears have been killing teams in the first half. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the second half where, you know, they go into the locker room. They think, Absolutely. you know, they don't make the right adjustments or whatever. They come out and we end up losing the game. We've seen it four times this season. Yeah, those those are definitely some questions. Uh, we'll have to ask your cousin, KB, when he comes on this offseason about, you know, what's going on in that locker room. Uh, I, I definitely want to ask him about the Montez Sweat things. Oh, yeah. And then I'd like to get his input on the Justin Field things if he's willing to talk about it. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I know, I know, I, I know how Big Cuz gets about locker room stuff. Oh, he yeah. Likes to, yeah. He likes to, he, he's smart. He likes to keep that stuff where it's at. He don't He don't want that information getting out. I can, the one thing I can say emphatically, all right, is that that locker room really does believe in Justin Fields. Yeah, I can tell you that that's a thousand percent of truth. Yeah, they love that's not that's not a made up thing. Yeah. That is that is something I know to be a fact. If you get if you get rid of Fields, uh, don't give him next year, uh, then the locker room, uh, you know, is going to take a hit. No, oh, yeah. you know they're not going to like that. You know, and that that that's I'm sure yeah. Ryan Poles knows that. They he's they not, they he's at, not stupid. They absolutely believe they can win with him. And that's this not is, just the coaching. That's this that's is a the good players. Question. This is the this is the biggest question, Jericho. Yeah. This is the biggest question. You know, that's the biggest that's, question that, that the way I see it, if we keep bills and it doesn't work out, we're in the same position we were in right this now. offseason. Yep, exactly. We may or may not have the number one overall pick, but in my opinion, yep, the quarterbacks and, and right. I mean, they've said right. I'm assuming this coming from Ryan Poles, but he would need to be blown away. By a quarterback prospect to move yeah. on from fields. I don't see none it. of these quarterbacks either. to me blow me away. No, nope. I, I don't have the same uh, tools and tape and stuff that they have at Hallis Hall. But what I see on Saturdays, these kids, these kids playing, I, none of them blow me away. And we watch USC's backup come in and throw for six touchdowns on Louisville's defense. And, and so, so that shows you. Okay, is it is it the player or is it the scheme? Because the scheme has lifted several quarterbacks up to that upper echelon of quarterback play in college that may or may not work out in the league. And then I, I just feel like you're in the same position. You may not have the number one overall pick, but you can move around the draft if you need a guy. If you want your guy, look at what Ryan uh, Ryan Pace did. I had conviction on this guy, so I moved up to get my guy. And that's yeah. that's that's all it that's all it comes down to. I feel like we need to trade back, Go build up the, the roster around Justin, and then if Justin doesn't work out, you find another quarterback. Put somebody yeah. else in there next year. You can you can draft a guy later on. There's going to be some quarterbacks, man. Or hell, you can bring in a free agent. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Well, Kirk Cousins uh, will be expensive, and he's definitely going to be the starter. But yeah, yeah. you know, but I'm saying you don't have to go the draft route if you feel like you have yeah. the roster built up, and all you're missing is the quarterback. You Fields can go, could hold out too. Yeah, 
He could hold out next year. He probably won't, but he could hold out. These are my two things with that, because the people people kill me with this when they say, "Oh, he's going to ask for big money." No, Fields is also a fucking realist. That man's going to look at it and say, "You know what? I haven't done enough to ask for forty fucking million dollars." Not only that, the Bears. If I was the Bears, I honestly I wouldn't pick up his fifth year option. I, I would say that right now, I would. I would let. I would ride with him next year. Hey, go out there and do this. If you do what you're supposed to do, we offer you a contract somewhere in the middle of the season to get you going. I don't I think would, he's going to ask for $40 million. I Maybe somewhere in between the 35 range. Two two things on that. I would pick up the fifth-year option because if he works out, if he, if he doesn't work out, you're fine. But if he does work out, then you're in the Daniel Jones situation. Yeah. Or if he's close to working out, you're in the Daniel Jones situation where yep. you may end up paying a guy who may not deserve it completely, but this is what the market rate is. And number two – it's not really up to Justin. It's his agent. His agent's going to yeah. do all those talking for him, and he's going to try and get the most he can for his client because he gets a percentage of that. That's how these agents get paid. So <laughs> it may not be a, a, a Justin will take a, a hometown discount. It may be a, his agent's going. He, he knows if his player is a free agent, he's if he don't get it from Chicago, he's going to get it somewhere. Oh yeah, that's right. just the if going given right the option. Right. Th- polls will make Fields prove it. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, and that's no why I'm question. At it. No question. Yeah, Verlissimo. We yeah. paid Glenn an eighteen million. Facts. Quarterbacks <laughs> make what they make. Ryan Pace, right? <laughs> and then what did he have? He had Andy Dalton. Was that the next signing? <laughs> right. Yeah, God, I forgot we had Dalton. Uh, we got Andy Dalton a little cheaper though. I think he was like ten million. I was a little surprised that Andy Dalton didn't do better than he did, though. I mean, I know yeah. he had he had Justin behind him, and I was always a Justin fan, but I remember watching Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. He was, yeah, trying he was the Jay Cutler of AFC. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he's still t- top thirty of uh, uh, in all time passing yards, Dalton. Yeah. Do you yeah. have the answer for this one too? Which I started earlier when you were Fields looking. Fields passing stuff. today. Uh, I tell you, yeah. I hadn't looked at it, and I was kind of curious myself. I'm gonna, I haven't looked. I'm gonna say it's around 178. Yeah, yeah that I, makes a lot of sense. But with the I'm snow, gonna... you think you you think the under is the play with that one? It's 190 and a half. I was wrong. Uh, yeah, oh, they, wow. they they expect a little more passing from Fields in this one. I, look, maybe if it wasn't snowing, I, yeah. we had Darnell Mooney uh, in the game. Mm-hmm. I would probably go over for that. <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they'll probably I get a lot of – I think it'll be on the ground a lot today. Yeah. But, uh, we are running short on time, fellas. 54 so we'll, and a half rushing for fields. What is it, 54 yeah, and a half? I'll take that. And a half. Take that over. I did, yeah, I'll definitely take that. Yeah. Dante Foreman over 34 and a half today. So they expect him to play. <laughs> they may not expect him to start with that number, though. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, we're we're running short on time, fellas. So yeah, ten forty five fantasy football goon right after that with Tooch yeah. and the goon and uh, Papa Bear Adam Shaw. We'll get into our uh, score prediction, bowl prediction, MVB, and then hit your shout outs. I'll start with UKB, then you go ahead, Tooch, and then I'll finish this out. All right, man. Like I said, I had predicted earlier uh, yesterday. I said Fields was going to throw for three touchdowns. Uh, I had to score twenty-seven to uh, I think thirteen or something like that. 
uh, I'm going to change that because of the snow. I, I know people are like, oh, it might be like snow. I, listen, that changes everything for me. Uh, that point, I feel like it's going to be a, a closer game. I'll take 17-14 Bears. Uh, I, like I said, I fully expect a heavy dose of running a day. A, a heavy dose. With yep. that, with that weather, this is gonna, that's going to be what it is today. Uh, I'll give... Damn, I wish I, I wish I had a guarantee that fucking formula would play. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I know I said something about Roshan having the breakout game last week, and then uh Khalil Herbert came in and was like, ha, this is my it. job. Let me hold my beer. <laughs> Let me hold the beer there. Uh if if all things are equal, we have Khalil Herbert. I'll just say we have a we have a good rushing game. I'll say probably somewhere between a hundred and eighty to two hundred range rushing a day. Uh I I don't see a big passing attack today. I would love to, but I just don't see it happening today. I feel the defense is going to do what the defense needs to do. Uh, we're amazing against the run. I hope it stays that way. Uh, let's see. Bold prediction. Oof. Let's say bold prediction. Both linebackers get an interception today. Uh, Edwards and uh, Ed, love it. They, they love to do that for each other. One person tips, the other one catches it. Uh, just before I hit my shout outs, I, I, I do want to bring this up and throw this out there. Uh, the Billings Family Find a Way Foundation, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a nonprofit that my cousin does it's to pretty much motivate kids to, you know what I'm saying, do better in school. That's that's the long and short of it. Uh, I know a lot of it has been taking place in Waco because that's where he's from. He uh, pretty much has it. So if a kid has two uh i believe it's two or less days of missed school they can enter into a drawing where they can go get a bike you know what i'm saying and get money spent for books like i said it's it's something to just get kids to want to be at school and you know what i'm saying want to get the help and incentivize school uh he also does another thing for uh, a lung pretty much lung awareness it's an it's another foundation i, I can't remember the name off the top of my head but because my cousin has asthma, I, I, people do know mm-hmm. he opted out of the uh, COVID system because of his asthma. Yeah. So he he also has a nonprofit for that that he helps with. Uh, you know what I'm saying? My, my cousin is is a giver, man. Big heart, big guy. Everybody sees it. So if you can, man, just look into it, guys. Like I said, it's called the Billings Find a Way Foundation. Just just give it a look. I know I share a bunch of it on my page when when I can. Uh, just just. Give it a look and see what you can do to help. Not asking anybody to throw thousands of dollars. Not doing that. Just just give us a look and see what we can do just to help these kids. Uh, that being said, shout out to everybody in the chat, even the dickheads. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you boys for getting on. Uh, also for Chris. I know Chris is going through some things. We mm-hmm. love you, buddy, man. We're always here for you. Uh, no, don't ever feel like you can't pick up the phone and reach out or, you know what I'm saying, do what, do what you can to reach out to us. Uh, Jordan. Hope you're having fun on your vacation off in the wilderness. Went to Utah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shout out to everybody at the ballroom, man, holding it down, doing the things, man. Tushing them, doing the getting, winning people money, man. Hey, hey look, look, I damn it, he ain't playing. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? My boy Tushin Goom, helping you win some money, man. Jump on the show with them. Uh, everybody in the barroom, like I said, Aldo, we love you. Keep holding it down, man. That being said, bear down, man. Let's go beat. Let's go beat the Falcons, man. Let's go beat the Falcons. 
Absolutely. Go ahead, Tooch. Yeah, like I said, I think it'll be a low-scoring game. You know, looking at 37 degrees, which isn't bad, you know, uh, by game time. Cloudy, 12-man-hour 12, 12 wind from the west. So blowing out towards the lake, uh, that's going to be a side. Uh, 12 miles an hour isn't terrible. It's, it'll affect the passing game a little bit. But these guys have strong arms. Uh, I'm going to say 16-13 Bears. Uh, look, the Bears have been have been playing a lot better. They're at home. Uh, Atlanta's going to be tough, though, man. They do have a tough defense. They're 3-2 and two their last five games. Uh, and they also have a good defense. The Bears got to stop the run. Like I said, we don't stop. They got forced Heineke to throw. He doesn't have that many good wide receivers. You know, Bears are terrible against a tight end. If you could contain Cal Pitts, uh, he's their second leading receiver. It doesn't seem like it if you play fantasy football. The guy's been invisible for his whole career. But, uh, yeah, if we could get Komet going, Joe, uh, you know, that'll help without Darnell Mooney. We really need Komet in this game. I, you know, if uh, if Mooney's not playing, you have to have Komet. I mean, if we're going to rely on Tanya, and I don't even know who the other Anybody know who the other tight end is after Tanya? Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes oh, wonder. How can I forget? How can I forget? Uh, I'm going to say Mon- Montez Sweat, two sacks and an MVP. Hell yeah. That sounds fantastic. Uh, you want to hit shout outs and then I'll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to you guys. First of all, Aaron. Man, well, like I said, backstage, we're like, man, it's just you and me today. I hope KB shows up. What are we going to talk about? You know, we filled it out pretty good. Chat room was amazing today, too, yeah, man. Absolutely. Chat room had some great points, everything, man. Hit the like button. Yeah, hit the like <laughs> button before you get out of here, man. Uh, bear, bear their souls with me and Aldo and uh, Dan Aguirre on Tuesday nights, man. And uh, uh, after halftime and after the show with uh, – uh, the bear uh, bear report is that what's called bear bear halftime report and uh, bear report after the show mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Aldo and Coach T and Danny Shimon. Uh, so get in on that. That's always good. They always get a nice crowd in there. Um, of course, Aldo for having uh, holding everything together. You guys for you know for bringing it today and coming coming talk some fantasy football with me and the boys right after this. Absolutely. Um, so I'll go ahead and hit mine. I got the Bears winning today. Um, I think it's a kind of a low-scoring game, maybe a 20 to yep. 17, 17, 14 type game. I don't see a whole lot of scoring. I think yeah. both defenses show up and uh, and and try and fill out the other ones. I think the Bears do a really good job of forcing Heineke into pass. Uh, and my MVB and bowl prediction will be tied together. I got Jalen Johnson getting another interception. And he takes this one back to the house. Uh, and that'll be my bold prediction is a like pick that. six from Jacob Johnson. Um, I think they're going to try and force it to Drake London, and, and he'll take advantage of that. He's starting to get really savvy with undercutting these receivers and stuff. And obviously he wants the bag because the way he's played this year, he has took his play to a whole nother level. Uh, yeah. And it's fantastic to see. I just – Hope if we pay him that that keeps up because that Jalen Johnson can be a leader on this team, can be a captain, can be, you know, what everything that they need um, out of him. Uh, shout outs, obviously, shout out to you guys, Tooch and KB, for coming on this morning. Happy New Year to New you Year. guys and everyone at the bar room. Um, Chris, we're thinking about you, man. We love you, uh, Jordan. Have a great time out there, and I expect to see some pictures because I've heard of how beautiful 
where you are is, and I definitely want to see it uh, from your eyes. Yeah. Um, maybe that's that's on the bucket list of places I'd like to go, but uh, it's on the other side of the country for me, so it's, <laughs> it's right. a pretty big undertaking for me to get out there. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I guess – I guess that's everything, fellas. Uh, as, just like Tooch said, stay tuned. He'll tell, they'll tell you if you're in your fantasy championship, there's no better place to get your information than from Goon and Tooch and and Adam, and uh, they'll they'll help you set your championship lineup. Um, or even if you're fighting to not be in last place, I know some fantasy leagues have some awful, awful, awful things if you come in last place in their league. So. Oh. If you're, you're trying to stay out of there. <laughs> and, Injuries uh, in the championship have been terrible. Raheem Mostert, yeah. Josh Jacobs, Justin Herbert. I could name so many guys that are out and killing fantasy teams yeah. right now. So, Yeah, so they'll tell you who to try and pick up last minute to plug in your lineup and, and get the thing done for you. Uh, but uh, until next week, we'll just leave everybody with a bear down. Bear down, baby. Bear down. <laughs>